My Story, an Autobiography of a Homosexual Christian by Derek Michael Shaw. Episode 14, My Hands, Cinema, and Marry You. Chapter 8, 2010. January 9th, 2010, Tracy wrote, I love you. You should know that no matter what, even when upset or hurt or arguing, I still love you because you are patient and understand me as I continue to grow and learn. We had fought some over the holidays, nothing major, but I just had a very trying 2009. February through June, things seemed to brighten. There were fun emails, dates, and plenty of sex. But soon, tragedy would strike. June 21st, 2010, I was woken up around 6 a.m. by a call from Tracy. He had just been woken up by a call from his 14-year-old sister, Angela. Madeline, their mother, was being driven to a local hospital in an ambulance. She was having trouble breathing, and Angela had found her on the bathroom floor. However, Angela couldn't drive, and Tracy didn't have a car, so he called me. I went and picked him up, and then we went to get Angela. By the time we got to the hospital, Madeline Erickson had already passed away at age 46 due to complications from scleroderma. Tracy and Angela were devastated. I was devastated for them and devastated as well. I had thought that I would be able to experience a loving, accepting family from Tracy's side. But it soon became apparent that Madeline was the tether for the Erickson family. With her passing, the rest of the family quickly drifted apart. The funeral allowed me to meet a number of Tracy's extended family. They seemed like nice people, and I remember thinking that I wished they lived closer. Tracy spoke at the funeral, and I even shared about how wonderful it was to have been accepted into their family. Tracy had chosen the song My Hands by Leona Lewis to be played at the funeral. It was a very emotional time for both of us, a time of loss and sadness. Not long after this, by August, I moved in with Tracy. He needed someone close, and I wanted to be that someone. We still maintained separate bedrooms, but I got to see a lot more of him, which was always my goal. I was always more eager to move to the next step than Tracy, which was another big clue to our attachment styles. I also went back to Priest Lake in August. It was only one year since I had come out to my parents, but I already missed my family and wanted them to be involved in my relationship with Tracy, especially since we had lost his mother. But I couldn't talk about any of that with my parents. They were very uncomfortable if I started to broach any topic about Tracy or homosexuality, so I just let things lie. Many other gay guys had told me that their parents took years to accept them, and I was a patient person, so I would wait and hope for them to come around. For my golden birthday on August 30th, 2010, as I turned 30, Tracy coordinated a surprise party and invited several of my friends for dessert and presents. It was a lot of fun since I hadn't really celebrated my birthday with a big party since college. Also during this time, I was searching for a new job. I had tried internally at US Bank for several months, but nothing materialized. So then I looked at other Portland businesses and eventually got a job at Adventist Credit Union in the fall of 2010. October 23rd, 2010, I completed the Seattle Marathon. 
I also got to see my sister Tia and have her meet Tracy. Anytime I could get family and Tracy to interact, I took it and wanted them to really have fun together. I want people I care about to care about each other. November 8th, 2010, I looked into domestic partnership coverage at Advantis, but they required living together for at least a year, so we didn't establish anything at this time. I primarily looked at it as a way to get closer to Tracy and to help him. I still wanted to honor the promise I made to his mother that I would take care of Tracy and be a loving, supporting partner. I had seen how much she had loved him, and I wanted to help him through this difficult time. December 25th, 2010. I had already looked into domestic partnership, and since I felt 100% committed to Tracy, because I even sacrificed my family's connection for this relationship, I gave him a ring for Christmas. I was a little scared, but also very happy and excited that things seemed to keep moving forward with Tracy and I. I know the ring meant a great deal to Tracy, and I remember him getting very emotional and crying. For me, it was truly an expression of my love and commitment. I had been taught in church and by my parents that once you made a marriage commitment, it was forever. While I couldn't get married, I felt that by giving Tracy a ring, I was marrying him. And once you committed, you worked hard at it. That's why I did well in school and all my jobs, and why I was going to be successful at this relationship. I was committed to making it work. I felt like I would do anything for Tracy. For Christmas, we celebrated with Tracy's family. Tracy and I did get good gifts for his siblings, but what the family needed was their mother. They needed to grieve and to talk and to remember so that it stopped being painful because Madeline's story was a beautiful story of her love for God and for her children. As a teen mom, she had raised Tracy on her own since the age of 17. She had worked hard gotten a college degree in nursing, and provided for her children. She had fought against a horrific disease for longer than anyone expected or hoped, and she still loved God even at the end of her journey. This was another critical year in the development of my relationship with Tracy. In 2009, we had lost my family. In 2010, we lost Tracy's family. I also had now made a promise to Tracy's mom that I would always care for her son. That promise would hang over me for the rest of my time with Tracy, because I felt that taking care of Tracy meant always being there for him. We were on our own, in a relationship longer than either of us had ever experienced. We had no family support, and we didn't even have very good role models of other long-term gay relationships. For me, I was just trying to have what my parents brothers, and friends had. I wanted what most pastors in the churches I used to attend had. Really, I wanted what most of humanity longs for, a suitable companion. A couple of finishing notes on the title of this track. My Hands, as I already explained, was played at Tracy's mother's funeral, a very important event in both of our lives and in our relationship. Cinema was the song that I gave to Tracy. It was his song in our relationship. And then Marry You is included because that's how I felt when I gave Tracy the ring in 2010. I felt like I was marrying him. I felt that I was entering into this lifelong commitment to the person that I loved. 
Next time on My Story, Chapter 9, 2011.